0: KXRN LP. Laguna Nigel, Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach member supported
1: KXFM on 104.7
0: KXFMRadio.org
1: This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello,
0: this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviewers Interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday. Oh,
1: somewhere over the rainbow way. We-
0: good morning laguna beach this is craig rainbow radio and uh i just cut bruce there short bruce that was uh, can't stop the fire anyway uh, i i'm ready so let's go with it <laughs> i used to place a few songs uh, just to start the program where i can get set up so i'm set up and i think let's run with it and as we do every saturday morning it's the weather yes because some days that's all we want to know about However, this week there's been a lot of news. I, uh, If you've been following what's going on in Tennessee, it's uh, pretty, I find it very interesting. I Tennessee's kind of been uh, in the news lately in the last, what, six, eight months, year, I don't know, uh, spearheading a lot of efforts, uh, very, I feel, anti-LGBTQ uh, oriented, um, and uh, I guess a, a good example one one is that if you if you are a drag put on a drag show there, and it's uh, viewable, uh, it's say it's unrestricted or you're in a, a parade and the second time you do it, you're subject to six years in prison and felony on your record. It's against the law now in in Tennessee, and there's a lot of uh, there were a lot of uh, laws. I think there was something like 340 laws. have gone through the legislature there that are very uh, anti-gay and so anyway what happened this week is they uh, did the best to expel two um, uh, well two black people that were uh, trying to get their voice heard with regard to uh, gun control and uh, unfortunately they expelled them for their i guess their decorum their antics i'll say their antics uh during a recess during a, a session uh last week uh they took a megaphone to the chamber and uh and there's a lot of people that were there the public was a lot there in the in the balconies around there and they spoke to the people in the balconies and the legislature didn't like that and they felt that they were it was inappropriate and so they um expelled them and one one woman who was with them there's three people she didn't get expelled um but she's a white woman so there was a lot of suggestions there going on anyway it's a very interesting event that's gone on even president biden has stepped into it and kamala harris has gone to tennessee and um so it's going to play out and we'll see what happens. But apparently, um, and I've listened to both sides, but apparently what was going on for a long time with gerrymandering that the state legislature was uh, very Republican. And when a Democratic effort was made to speak or be heard, it was marginalized uh, because of the overwhelming Republican control which happens. It's happening in the Senate right now. Uh, if you're a Democrat and you have a, want to get a bill before Congress, uh, it's more difficult when uh, there's the opposite party is in power. And it, that should be a, a level playing field as far as I'm concerned. Um, everyone should have the opportunity to speak. Well, they, weren't, uh, they felt they weren't given that opportunity on numerous occasions and so they resorted to a megaphone and in the chamber to try and get their word heard, and boy, did they get heard! <laughs> they got heard loud and clear across the nation, and even in our own state, our governor has said a few had a few words about it. But um, they should be heard. They're elected representatives of the people. They represented about 170,000 people in uh, Tennessee, and they were things. Like their microphones would be turned off when they were speaking. They were their time to speak was very limited, and often when their time to speak was was used by other people to explain what the bill was about, they had very little time to um, respond to it. They couldn't reserve their time. So, uh, you know, I think their message was: we want a voice. We want to be heard. And I think that's fair. Um, did they go about it in the right way? Mm-hmm. That's up for argument. Uh, was uh, were they getting heard? I, I think not. And was it? Uh, they need to be heard. Yes. So it's it's a topic. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I was going to give the weather because I was saying sometimes that's all you want to know about. So hey, yes. So today, sixty-two degrees. Sunshine and clouds mixed. High uh winds, high is 62, winds uh west southwest 10 to 15, so a little breeze. Humidity is 79% and uh tonight it'll be down to a brisk 52 degrees, which is nothing, you know, we're spoiled. Um and then this following week uh, it's 65 degrees in the sixties, uh, all the way. And I have to say, we got more rain on the, on the way Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, a little more sun. So button up your overcoat, <laughs> uh, put your rubbers on, take good care of yourself. Yep. That's what's going to happen. I'm trying to see if there's a sunny day, uh, in the, and through July or through, um, This is April, right? Uh, The 20th, they're all cloudy. No sunshine ahead. Anyway, that's the dealio. So what's going on with Laguna Beach Pride? Let's find out. Well, they're going to have uh, a beach bonfire. Uh, Looks like we're we're targeting for... uh, the first of May, I could actually give you a date here if I can look at a calendar here. Um, beach bonfire. If you haven't done a beach bonfire, they're wonderful. Um, <clears throat> the sixth of May is what we're looking at. The full moon is on Friday the fifth, so <clears throat> the sixth should be a nice moonful, still moonful day, and um, it's at Liso Beach aliso creek beach <clears throat> sorry about that folks i <clears throat> i'm fine all the way in and as soon as i get here i don't know what goes on um so it's uh, usually about six to ten so we watch the sunset and it's a fun event that's the first the next thing that's coming up and then in june on the 17th we will have a uh this is the biggie um, it's Pride Month, so we're having something to celebrate Pride. It's not a full Pride event, but it is a, a big event. Uh, at um Bridge Hall, which is the um on St. Anne's and Glen Eyre on the corner there, it's uh, <clears throat> it is titled I Am What I Am. And if, you've, uh, are, if you are familiar with uh, the birdcage with Robin Williams. And a few other luminaries, uh, Nathan Nathan Lane uh, and or the Birdcage prior to that, which is La Caja Fall. Uh, if you're familiar that that, the lead song or the stage play was I Am What I Am. And, and it's about drag performances and being true to yourself and honorable with with yourself and honest with yourself. All those are wonderful things, I have to say. And so we're having a celebration of that. And there'll be stage performances. Uh, We hope to have five different entertainers. Uh, There'll be possibly a small dance floor and a DJ and a full bar and some light snacks and just great entertainment. It's a fundraiser for Laguna Pride. And Pride Festival this year is scheduled for August 12th. So... uh, that's the schedule so we got three three events on the on the list now with laguna beach pride to take us through the summer and uh we hope on uh in august on the 12th that we'll be able to do the dedication for the lifeguard tower um uh at west street beach as part of our pride festival um with the rainbow with the rainbow colors yep it's still in the works, folks. It's been a year now. I've been working on it, <laughs> and uh, if I know that I'm going to get some more information about the progress on its actual construction and color colorization. Uh, so next next uh, week, I should have some more information on that. So that's what's happening with Laguna Beach Pride here at KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio here Saturday morning. A great morning, uh, warm warm day it could be a beach day because it's going to be sunny enough certainly warm enough for for that if that's what you want to do and um certainly it'd be a perfect day to go to a saturday market and support the local community um here and uh what else is going on i see tommy j has ukulele as you as it's properly said ukulele intermediate techniques with tommy j that's every every thursday through june 8th how about that 9 30 a.m to 10 30 a.m hmm (laughs) so uh it's the the ukulele academy there's more on the website so go to the website here and it will tell you all about it it's the spring 2023 workshop series is announced immediate ukulele technique intermediate (laughs) ukulele and Grapes for Grads is coming up. That's April 30th, uh, which is this month. It's a Sunday. It lasts from 1 to 5 p.m. And it's at the Festival of Arts uh, facility and um, benefiting the students of Laguna Beach High School and the Laguna College of Art and Design. It's $65 per person and advance purchase is 65 or for, uh, for advance purchase and 75 at the door. And what happens at grapes for grads if you haven't been there before it's a specialty wine tasting Uh, there's art exhibit by laguna college of art and design of course there's a silent auction opportunities with some fabulous gifts by some fabulous sponsors and certainly live music (laughs) uh, by the typical gypsies and there's uh, a small plate event cuisine at eight dollars so grapes for grads it goes Back to the community, um, it's a great event, too. It's, it's a wine tasting and scholarship fundraiser. So it goes back to the community and in a great way. So you can imbibe a little bit, relax, enjoy some wine, and know that your, your participation helps the students in the community and education. And it's a, a Rotary Club of Laguna Beach puts it on. So there you go. There's some great sponsors. Uh, the Pavilions is a sponsor, and Irvine BMW is a sponsor, and I, I our our radio station here is a sponsor as well. I can't go over all of them. I'm sorry. There's there's a lot of them, but anyway, that that comes up April 30th. So mark your calendars. Okay, I've covered all the the calendars, Laguna Beach Pride, and uh, the um, yeah, and the other other activities here. So yeah. Let's take a short music break while I wet my whistle, whatever's going on there, and we'll be right back. George do you really want to hurt me oh this reminds me of a car accident I had I don't know why I, I should play that anyway um yes uh, I digress so you know I, I think a couple weeks ago I introduced a new segment on this program and it's called car the computer yes and it's I I utilize a new IE artificial and uh, or AI, excuse me, artificial intelligence, the the chat GPT, or Karnak, the computer hack, as I call him, I, I dial him up, and I say, Karnak, uh, I have some questions. All knowing, all seeing is Karnak. I know all the answers to everything. <laughs> so this week, I asked Karnak some rather provocative questions, one of such as list the top 10 reasons to come out as being gay and why. Mm, that sounds interesting. Uh, I also ask list uh, in the United States the states with the most discriminating laws against LGBTQ, and then list the states with the most anti discriminatory laws in the United States. That's an interesting one. <laughs> and then I ask it uh, what percentage of individuals are of lgbtq uh individuals are democrats or republicans i thought that was an interesting one just uh, what the heck and then what are the top 10 gay travel destinations and why and then finally uh the top 10 most popular drag queen names whoa what a bevy of information (laughs) so with that let's dive in let's see what the top ten reasons to come out as gay, and I, they're—I I, think—I think they're great, you know. So they're—they're uh, uh, they're sincere. Um, it makes a good point. I so I support Karnak. <laughs> so the number ten, and we'll go up to number one. His, his, historical significance coming out can be meaningful act of historical significance challenging discrimination paving the way for greater equality and acceptance in in society uh, number nine coming out can be an opportunity to educate others about lgbtq plus issues and promote greater understanding and acceptance yes okay and then stress reduction is number eight. Uh, hiding one's sexuality can lead to significant stress and anxiety. Boy, that is true. Coming out can alleviate some of the stress and promote mental health. I think any mental health professional will agree with that, all of them. Personal growth, coming out can be challenging and transformative experience, leading to personal growth and increased self-awareness yes advocacy coming out can be an act of advocacy for the lgbtq plus community challenging social norms and promoting acceptance and tolerance yes increased happiness well that's a good reason <laughs> studies have shown that being open about one's sexuality can lead to increased happiness and well-being and better performance in the bedroom oh i did, I, I added that last one <laughs> um excuse (laughs) uh relationship building yes open being open about one's sexuality can facilitate development of more meaningful and fulfilling relationships well duh (laughs) Uh, support network coming out can help individuals connect with others who share their experience and provide a support network that is true and if you feel alone and you're the only one that you know that's gay (laughs) support is important uh Absolutely. Uh, the number uh, t- two uh, on the list is self acceptance. Acknowledging and accepting one's sexuality can lead to a greater self acceptance and self esteem. Absolutely. And the number one on the top 10 reasons to come out as being gay is authenticity. Coming out allows individuals to live as their authentic selves without hiding or suppressing their sexuality. Wow. Carnac, i think you hit that uh, hit a home run on that one now let's go on to the uh list of the u.s states with the most discriminating um texas number one <laughs> uh north carolina mississippi tennessee arkansas south dakota alabama oklahoma kansas and kentucky so uh, they they put a disclaimer in here um that they don't may not have all the information, but those are the top ten. Um, and I suppose I'm not so surprised. Uh, I guess I'm surprised with the Carolinas, but North Carolina. I thought South Carolina was the one that was more discriminatory. Not North Carolina. Certainly South Dakota, Alabama. Okay, let's go on to the ones that are the the top ten. And guess who leads the list? The ones who are the least discriminatory when it comes to LGBTQ issues. The number one state. The number one state. We're in it. (laughs) California. (laughs) Hey, California. Uh, Number two, Illinois. After that, New York, Washington, Colorado, Oregon, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Vermont. How about that? So we top the list. Apparently, we're ahead of New York. And then Illinois, wow, wow, yeah, I'll give that again, California, Illinois, New York, Washington, Colorado, Oregon, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Jersey, Rhode Island, I wouldn't think New Jersey for some reason, Rhode Island and Vermont, so that's cool, (laughs) and then uh, what percentage of individuals identify as LGBTQ as Democrats and Republicans? I don't know if I, if I really wanted to ask this, but I did, and I thought, well, what the heck, so we'll see. It says it's difficult to provide an exact percentage as there isn't a comprehensive uh, data, data set on the political affiliations of indiv- individuals who identify as LGBTQ+. Yeah, that's true. However, surveys, and I think I think most of the Republican, gay Republicans are in the closet anyway, if, if, if it's any reflection on the legislature. Oh, boy, I, sorry, that's a terrible thing to say uh okay I, I, I withdraw that however uh the polls conducted by various organizations have provided some insight so here we go according to a 2020 survey conducted by the public religion research institute 61 percent of lgbtq plus events uh, adults in the united states identify as democrats <coughs> excuse me or lean towards democratic party while 27 identify as republicans and the re- remaining 12 identify as independent or <clears throat> with another political party. Other surveys have shown similar results, similar trends. Uh, uh, for example, in 2019, a survey conducted by the Williams Institute at UCLA School of Law found that 76% of LGBTQ registered voters intended intend, uh, to vote Democratic- in the presidential election and well 17% intended to vote republican. Okay, Karnak. Karnak, the computer. That was good. Okay, the top 10 travel destinations. So mark your your travel list. This is where you need to go. <laughs> uh, the number 1 travel destination. <clears throat> this is on a global level. It's Provincetown, Massachusetts, known as P-Town, absolutely a charming seaside town on Cape Cod, has a long history as an LGBTQ vacation spot with numerous bars, restaurants, and shops catering to the community. Number two is San Francisco, often considered the birthplace of the modern LGBTQ rights movement. San Francisco is a home to a vibrant LGBTQ community and a variety of events and attractions, including the Castro Street District, which is considered one of the world's most famous gay neighborhoods. It's changed a lot, but it's still there. And number three, I find this really interesting because it's very close by. I wish we were number three or number on the list, but we're not. Palm Springs, California, with its sunny climate, stylish hotels and resorts, and lively nightlife. Palm Palm Springs has become a popular LGBTQ plus vacation spot, particularly among older travelers. Uh, That's not... They need to update this list. Cause I, right now, I think there's a vibrant, youthful <laughs> group uh, balanced with an older group. There's a whole demographic there in Palm Springs. It's changed a lot, probably in the last 10 years. Um, yeah, okay, but let's move on. New York, New York. New York is the world's most diverse and inclusive of cities. New York, with its vibrant LGBT community and wealth of LGBTQ events and attractions and nightlife. Key West, known for its laid-back atmosphere, colorful architecture, and beautiful beaches. Key West has a long history of, as a LGBTQ vacation spot, numerous bars, restaurants, and resorts catering to the community. Mykonos, Greece. How about that one? So if you want to travel. A beautiful island in the Aegean Sea, known for its stunning beaches, picturesque architecture, architecture, and lively LGBTQ nightlife. Uh, Berkeley. Berlin, Germany, with its avant-garde art scene, diverse nightlife, and progressive attitudes. Berlin has become a popular destination for travelers around the world. Amsterdam, I'm not surprised there. The Netherlands, known for its liberal attitudes and historic canals. Amsterdam has a thriving community and a variety of bars, clubs, and events. Next, Sydney, Australia, with its sunny beaches, Stunning harbor and lively scene. Sydney has become popular destination for travelers around the world. And Rio de Janeiro, Janeiro. <laughs> Brazil, known for its festive carnival, celebrations, stunning beaches, and Rio de Janeiro has a lively uh, scene and, and a variety of events and attractions catering to the community. All right. Now, I know the one that you all really want to hear about from Carnac, the computer, List the top ten most popular drag queen names. I have to say one is not fit for for broadcast, so I have to kind of modify that or skip it. But the top the top ten one is RuPaul. I didn't know if that. I didn't know that was a drag king, drag name. I thought that was kind of his name. I don't know, but anyway, RuPaul. And then Bianca Del Rio. That would be, I guess, White River. Mm. Trixie Mattel. Hmm. Uh, Adore Delano. Adore Delano. Hmm. Alaska Thunder. And there's another word in there I can't say. <laughs> and Sharon Needles. Uh oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> and this next one. Katya Zamoldochovoka. I don't know. There must be some meaning to that. I don't get it, but there it is. Willem Bella Belli, Willem Belli, Mm. and Lady Bunny. I always thought the a good drag name was Shelby Easy, (laughs) Anita Mann, (laughs) Anita. Oh, I love Anita. Anita Mann, Shelby Easy. Anyway, that is the top 10 list. And the, my favorite, I think, and there's the top 10 reasons for coming out. How about that one? And on that note... Ah! to wake you up this morning here in KXfM 104.7 Rainbow Radio Craig here on Saturday morning in Laguna Beach celebrating coming out oh in so many ways. but on a more serious note, I as, as I do every week, I uh, peruse the news in uh, LGBTQ uh, I guess areas and um, it, it's air apparent here that transgenderism for certain is under attack and i say that because there were so many new so many articles so much news this last week that represented that it it just became so glaringly so to me um i can say uh let me let me just give you some of the headlines it's anti-transgender sentiment follows the nashville shooting and now we're back to Nashville back to tennessee but that's the most recent news there was you know six people killed three very young adults ages around nine and three adults were were shot down with ak-47s which just if you're a child and you get shot in the head it decapitates you they're they're horrible horrible weapons and anyway so because the shooter was transgender or going through the process, it's it's brought on a, a new sentiment. Apparently, after authorities said that Nashville shooter, uh, school shooter identified as transgender, anti-trans sentiment among the community surged from far-right poli- political figures. Gun reform advocates and LGBTQ activists say the transgender community is being used as a scapegoat, and that focusing on the shooter's reported trans identity. It's a distraction for what they say is the root of the issue, guns. And uh, there's a lot more to be said on that. Despite the gun industry and their political allies want attempting to find a scapegoat, isn't going to make it go away. So that's, that's one headline. Another headline, Biden marks International Transgender Day of Visibility by blasting Republicans targeting trans youth. President Biden uh, using International Transgender Day of Visibility on Friday to sharply criticize acts of violence. Uh, that was Friday, the April first. Although um, well, this was written on April first, added on April first. Uh, and discrimination against Americans who identify as trans and non-binary. Zeroing in on the growing number of Republican bills targeting trans youth. In political proclamation on Thursday. In a subsequent statement on Friday, Friday, Biden acknowledged a wave of discriminatory state laws aimed at trans Americans, squarely blaming the MAGA extremists for advocating hundreds of hateful extreme state laws that target transgender kids. It's happening, folks. It's anti-trans... I mean, what does it matter to other people? What these people... what, What these... What individuals feel that their sexuality should be their natural sexuality no one makes those decisions lightly. in my experience it's not like you wake up and some morning oh i think i want to be a female oh. or i think i want to be a male no it's 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 not like oh okay How, um, other news house republicans passed first first national bill targeting transgender youth youth okay yeah that's happening on friday house uh this was uh march 28th on friday house republicans passed a so-called parents bill of rights act well that sounds really nice they always give them nice names uh which would force educators uh to misgender trans students and out them to their parents Hmm. The bill is the first federal legislation that targets transgender youth and its most recent push by Republicans to advance a right-wing education agenda in a countrywide legislative session that has targeted trans children. H.R. 5, which Democrats have dubbed the Politics Over Parents Act, was introduced by Rep- Republican Representative Julie Letlow. Hmm. What an interesting last name, letlow. The amendments would have would force educators to out trans children uh, were proposed by Representative Lauren Boebert, of course, and would require schools to notify parents if their child was using restrooms that don't align with their sex that they were assigned to at birth. Just one of the many things. Um, <clears throat> And in other news, uh, in the United States, mental health concerns at the forefront of hundreds of anti-LGBTQ bills as they circulate the nation. With each political debate and bill that passes over transgender rights, parents and LGBTQ youth say they brace for the negative impact it may have on their mental health. The Trevor Project estimates that more than 1.8 million LGBTQ plus teens and youth and young adults between the ages of 13 and 24 consider suicide each year. Really? Can I say that again? 1.8 million, more than 1.8 million teens and youth adults between the ages of 13 and 24 consider suicide each year. And we only know about the ones who have already been out. Uh, Ray Lokes and his mother, Siobhan, have followed growing LGBTQ la- legislation across the country. The ACLU estimates that there are more than have been more than 420 anti-LGBTQ bills introduced in the United States just in the in the 2023 legislative session. There have been more than 11 in Kentucky, which is really scary. Uh, it's scary that the government has the power to overstep. To that level," said Siobhan. "For them, it's much bigger than just a bill. So that's the message today. The sad message today. If you didn't already know, it's really, really becoming. um Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to this. Because let's, let's. Oh, I haven't done uh, on this day in history, have I? On this day, this month, this history. Now, don't have time for that. Hmm? only got eight minutes left i'll run through a few of of this day in history a little lighter note huh so so far today we've come out we've we've embraced a pride a schedule so what happened today on this day in history what is today the 8th april 8th well in 1947 oh that goes way back does anyone really care i guess so The Institute for Sex Research. Well, this sounds interesting. Popularly known as the Kinsey Institute after Researcher African is incorporated. So it was established in 1947. In 1990, after a five-year highly publicized battle with AIDS, Ryan White, 18, dies of the disease in a hospital one month before his high school graduation. White, a hemophiliac. I'd contracted the disease through a contaminated blood treatment and went on to become a poster child during the early 80s of the AIDS epidemic, changing the public perception of the disease. And as I recall, Elton John was a big, big, powerful influence on uh, with Ryan White and making that um, be known. Nicer times coming up. Okay, let's move on to uh, tomorrow on this day in history. In 1982, an article in the Journal of American Medicine claims that gay men who take a passive role in... (laughs) Oh, let's skip that one. In 1986, Georgia outlaws gay bathhouses. Georgia. In 2009, Colorado Governor Bill Ritter signs a domestic partnership benefits bill Effective July 1st, as you recall, Colorado was one of the good states as far as legislature in my list. Yeah, so that's all that happened on uh, the 9th. The 10th, in 1967, Loving in Virginia versus Virginia is argued before the U.S. Supreme Court. A Virginia law against interracial marriages would be struck down with the Supreme Court declaring that marriage is a fundamental civil right and that decisions in this arena are not those with which the state can interfere unless they have good cause. Hallelujah. <laughs> in 1972, Missouri Supreme Court upholds the lower court conviction of a gay man sentenced to 10 years in prison for violating the state's sodomy laws. Oh, my God. That's Missouri. In 1976, more than 100 Los Angeles police officers, armed with guns and uh, guns, a massive raid on a gay charity slave auction being held at the Mark IV Baths by the city's leather community, sponsored by Drummer magazine. I remember Drummer magazine. Uh, Forty of the auction's participants, including some of the would-be slaves, are arrested on charges of violating the state's involuntary servitude law. Oh. <laughs> Uh, latter in the face of mounting adverse publicity, including angry denunciations from the U.S. Senator Alan Cranston and the L.A. LA Mayor Tom Bradley, the District Attorney Office drops the charges against 36 of the participants but books four of the auction organizers on charges of pandering, acting as pimps, essentially. Uh, Final estimate cost of the raid cost tax policy taxpayer dollars seventeen thousand eight hundred dollars probably a lot more really in 2007 the legislature of the u.s senate state of washington passes s5336 giving final approval to domestic partnerships legislation which would give same-sex couples many state rights of marriage that's washington state moving along to april 11th in 2006 ernie fletcher governor of the u.s state of kentucky rescinds a 2003 executive order banning discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity he rescinds it isn't that lovely that's um kentucky in 2011 the Maine human rights commission that's m-a-i-n-e uh, finds that the rental agency that repeatedly delayed an application from a transgender applicant illegally discriminated against her based on her gender identity. Well, of course, starting way back in 2011. In on uh, April 12th in 1975 in Arizona, the State House of Representatives votes 37 to 3 to pass an emergency measure specifically banning same-sex marriages yeah they need an emergency yeah that's that's really i see i so much legislature time we pay them they get paid to legislate Mm -hmm. and i you know what is prudent use of their time i think it would be more on things like i don't know infrastructure safety um uh gun safety uh uh, pursuing um, scam artists. Uh, are there, are there's a, just lots of things that that legislature could attack and improve and and work on. And I think it's a waste of time on things like uh, you know bathrooms and uh, and 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 sex sex changes and stuff that is uh, ideological stuff that has, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay, two weeks, let's see. Mm -hmm. So the Arizona state said they had an emergency measure banning same-sex marriages. Two weeks later, the Colorado Attorney General also rules that gay and lesbian marriages are illegal. Mm, And orders their clerk in Colorado, county clerk, it, who had issued marriage license to two gay men in march to stop issuing license in 1981 four gay men are beaten one to death when six north carolinans wielding logs and shouting we're going to beat some faggots lay siege on a gay sunbathing area along the little river in durham durham north carolina that's lovely 1981 I, I suppose they were doing something that really threatened the, these um, <coughs> these people, um, the North Carolinians. You know, I mean, they were on the beach. You know, that's terrible. They shouldn't be on the beach. They should be beaten to death. I move on. April 13th in 1970, the first in a series of public zaps by New York City gay activists and appearance by... Mayor John Lindsay at the Metropolitan Museum of Art is interrupted by angry protesters shouting gay power, demanding his support for an end to job and housing discrimination against gay people. His appearance on a local television program is similarly disrupted. Six days later, the Zaps, as they're called, culminated in a meeting between gay activists and the mayor's office to discuss the gay community's political grievances. Hopefully they made progress. In 1987, a seven-page, much-publicized cover story on teen sex and AIDS in the in this week's People magazine never once mentions the subject of homosexuality or addresses the critical issue of teen, gay teenagers and the disease. Oh, social pressures! And the last day on this day in history. Thank goodness, <laughs> thought we'd never get to the end. <laughs> no, I. 1955, I had a 55 cat. <coughs> in the wake of a moral panic brought on by sexual assault and the murder of a boy in 1954, Iowa enacts a sexual psychopath law allowing for the involuntary commitment of anyone charged with public offense who possesses criminal pro- propensities toward the commission of sex offenses. So you can go turn yourself in. 20 gay men from the Sioux City area, none of them suspected of having any connection with the crime that inspired the law, were committed in 1955. Isn't that lovely? In 1983, citing financial problems, Great Britain's only national gay newspaper, the gay news ceases publications after 11 years. Well, that's happened to a lot of public (laughs) print newspapers. They're all gone, gone to electronic methods these days and that's okay so that's the end of the news don't forget laguna pride is going to be in on august 12th it'll be a three-day event and uh it'll be hopefully uh, we're working at getting it on st catherine's old school area at the soccer field overlooking the pacific ocean and then on the 17th of june We'll have I Am What I Am celebration. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, make it be a, a part of it be supportive of transgenderism. I like that word, transgenderism. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Craig on KXFM 104.7. I don't have any guests lined up. I'm open to suggestions. I had some really great ones uh, fairly recently. And I do have. Um, it's 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 strange. I'll get uh, a bunch, and I can't. I don't have room to schedule them. And then I'll have none for a couple weeks, and then I have more than I can handle. So I'm at, the, at one of those points where I have none. So if you want to slip one in on me, it's time. Craig at rainbow-radio.com or .dot org or .com. I think they both work. Yeah. Uh, Craig at rainbow-radio.com or .org and send me a message or go to the website and uh leave me a message it has been great here it's time for me to wrap it up it's uh i'm actually two minutes over my allotted time thanks for tuning in on and on rainbow radio this week go out and enjoy the day it's a beautiful day in laguna beach it is a semi-quasi beach day so if you're if you're determined, or get your skim board and go down to West Street Beach on the south end and, and skim around and enjoy the afternoon. Love you all. Be kind to one another. S- spread the love. And uh, when you see someone on the street, nod and and give them a smile for me. Thank you. See you. Uh, I'll be back next week with more news and more from Karnak, the, the computer <laughs> The all-knowing, all-seeing computer. Thanks for tuning in.
1: We'll be passing by, and they'll be wasting inside, just waiting for new. Chasing dogs, we'll be dancing in the...